Right then, if everyone's still keen, we've got a, a, another speaker, and uh, our next one is Galactic Ashley. And all these names, I love all these names. It makes you want to have some amazing name yourself, doesn't it? Well, I suppose mine is English Mystic. <laughs> Are you there, Galactic Ashley? I am here. There she is, beautiful. <laughs> it's it's good good to see you, and and you've you've been sitting through everyone else's talk, so thank you for being patient and being our, our last speaker today. And it's always amazing when we have three speakers. The energy is powerful. I'm sure all of us are, will be full of energy for the next few days because of this. I'm certainly buzzing. Um, so yeah, as I said before, all of the bios, all the web links, and everything are on the dragontalks.info website. So if you want more information about the people that are there and all the all the links, not just the websites, but their Instagrams and everything that they've shared with me. So that, that's where you can go. Yeah, so Galactic Ashley, whenever I see you, you're, you're always there with your dog and the dog's got like a bigger smile as Atlantis Wolf has, which is, <laughs> I always love seeing that. So it's beautiful to have you on again. And thank you for being our, our third speaker. And a little bit of the bio that, that I've, I've grabbed that I wanted to say is, uh, so yeah, Galactic Ashley um, channels divine guidance for Starseed and Earth Warriors. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of you here, that's for sure, I can see that. And uh, she loves connecting people to their star families and dragon and galactic lineages. She's very powerful. And today she's going to, uh, the divine dragons and Ashley will bring you a special transmission on deepening your divinity and building the dragon body. And some people have been talking about, am I a dragon? Building a dragon body sounds like it's a, certainly a topic that's you know, on point. Uh, so, and she says she loves interaction. So please bring your questions and let's have some fun. I'm looking forward to some fun and uh, finding my dragon body. Maybe it's sexier than this one. <laughs> so Galactic Ashley, welcome. and. Uh, hand over to you yeah thank you and thank you for having me here um this is a really amazing community where we just get to be full-blown dragons and full-blown dragon energy because <clears throat> a lot of times it's like here and then other things are going on and people aren't quite ready for dragons but i know that everybody here is um full-on dragon energy so i love all the questions that have been coming through during um Atlantis Wolf's uh, talk, and it was really lovely. Now I'm going to reach out to both of you and ask if you want to collaborate <laughs> on events because I'm really excited because I'm like, oh, the more the merrier. So um, yeah, we'll see. So I'll be reaching out. So watch out for that. Um, somebody recently reached out to me and said they were looking for dragon shamans and I was like, oh, I, I hadn't really like ever labeled myself as that, but it really seemed to resonate and I don't have language for it right now, but whatever shamanic process I am going through, I have a deep understanding of what that means. And so for me, there's a couple of things that are going on. Um, and I might end up talking about myself for a while, which is not something that I normally do, but it's, uh, it's process. I'm, I'm still like processing things. I'm like <clears throat> two thirds of the way, um, in my body. <laughs> um, I had somebody actually asked me the other day, they said, how have you not been like completely possessed? 
in in this in this lifetime and it's because of the dragons um i have some massive what i would call capital t trauma and my soul has actually been protecting my body and it's been very much out of my body um and there isn't anything wrong with that except for and it's not a wrong thing it's just the healthy body would like to have the soul seated inside of it while at the same time it's very 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 easy for me to work with energies and frequencies that have never had and do not have a body so there is a benefit in that and somebody mentioned something about treasure and trauma and there's a phrase that i always say that it is about um, finding the treasure in your trauma. So when you're willing to walk through the fires or the portals of your trauma, it is beneficial to remember when you're on that path that there is treasure there. It might be financial treasure, literally, and it also might be gifts that you are unearthing and bringing back into yourself. So, <clears throat> While I am seeding my soul <laughs> into my body, um, I am also being asked, and this I can't really talk about right now because I'm sort of in the middle of it, I'm being asked to um, die and to reincarnate into the same body. Um, I feel like this was a practice that was done in earlier, like Earth iterations and in some wisdom schools. Um, I feel like I've done this before, but I had a male body. So <clears throat> the, the other part of all of this, there's multiple things that are happening, is that I am merging this human with this dragon body and with this dragon being. And it is one of the most excruciatingly painful physical the emotional and all these other things like that feels much easier for me but as far as the physical pain is concerned it is one of the most excruciating experiences that i have um, been going through like physically and i know that a lot of it is from bringing it's not even bringing the dragon into the body because the dragon has always been here it's like literally merging with it and becoming one with it and i have fully felt the dragon body and it was excruciatingly painful. And so I'm also being asked to bring some of these dragon gifts, which I would call one of them is being able to uh, be in multiple dimensions at one time, like to be able to span multiple dimensions. So what does that mean? And the way that tra dragons understand time. So in order to embody these things, it literally feels sometimes like my physical body is going through the spiral of time, which feels like a meat grinder. And I recently had an experience where all of my bones like became pulverized and I was being asked to attune to um, the divine. And so one of the things that my intention um, is and has always been is please dissolve everything in my life that is preventing me from intimacy with the divine <clears throat> and please um, <clears throat> like lower or turn down all the voices that are not the voice of God right so please turn up the voice of God and please turn down the voice of God and so I'm not I'm saying these things like these are really big things that I'm asking 
for from the universe. And so it's not easy. So I'm not saying like, la di da, right? While at the same time, <laughs> the dragons also are very adamant about the way to function and to do anything is to bring joy into your life. <laughs> So like, how can we bring joy into the things that we do, right? So <clears throat> I fully desire a world filled with leaders that are led by love. So I tend to attract a lot of people that already are practitioners and then they'll just come in and then they'll sort of go out. So I teach these nine week courses every year. And the next one that I'm doing is um, the light language activation and healing program. And it starts at the end of February. So if you are interested in either expanding or um, um, getting your light language activated and light language can include your dragon song, dragon sounds, like all things dragons having to do with dragons and light language. So to me, light language is a medicine that is created from and by our soul. Um, that is basically a medicine that is created by us for us. So it's one of our most powerful healing tools. So it's not that you have to tune into something that is outside of you. It really brings you inside of you and realizes that you're really the medicine that you've been waiting for. Um, so that is coming up and you're all invited. And if you use the word, the term, the coupon code early bird, you can get a discount and then please feel free to sign up for any discovery sessions so that we can talk about it. For those of you that are in the UK, because I'm in the United States, way over on the West Coast, um, if, if I got enough people that wanted to do it, I would add an additional section to my course um, and meet you at a time that works for all of you. So I think if I could get like 10 people, then we can meet at my 10 or 11 a.m., which would be your evening time. So <clears throat> I think what we're going... Okay, so I'm going to go back and talk about this really briefly because this is, I actually love this. And so I feel like I'm in the middle of this somewhere, but I'm sure maybe many of you know or understand that when a butterfly, like when a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, basically the caterpillar becomes mush, like it literally turns into crystallized mush and then it becomes a butterfly, right? So what's amazing about this process is that, you know, if you ask a butterfly what it was like to be a caterpillar, it doesn't necessarily remember. If you ask the caterpillar what it's like to be the butterfly, well, it doesn't know yet. But what happens in the, the mush stage is that butterfly cells actually start coming in, but the caterpillar cells like actually start fighting the butterfly cells until there just gets to be too many butterfly cells and essentially the caterpillar really has to die. So I'm also very, very fascinated and I channel the death consciousness a lot and I love the death consciousness. It's one of the most beautiful and most powerful that I ever feel is <laughs> like in the death realms. It's a very like powerful place for me. Um, I work a lot with plant medicine, particularly ayahuasca and ayahuasca has come forward a few years ago to actually offer to help me bring the dragons like more to basically seat my soul in my body. Because one of the things that I said before I started sitting with plant medicine was like, I'm not here, I'm not giving up my connection. 
Like, what is going on here? And so it, it has become a path about um, really healing and releasing trauma from the body, which is also where a huge amount of my pain is coming from. So there's like two kinds of physical pains that are going on. One is releasing the trauma from the body from this lifetime. And then the other part is actually transmuting this physical structure into into this this literally like dragon DNA, dragon body. Now, I don't think I'm particularly going to sprout wings. So maybe next year or later when I see you, I don't necessarily think I'll have physical wings. I'm pretty sure I'll still like look like a human. Um, but it is a thing. So in this, I am like in this middle of this sort of caterpillar butterfly situation, or at least like the butterfly cells are coming in and are still kind of attacking the caterpillar, but I'm not really too worried about it because I actually really enjoy death. So, but here's the flip side of that is I'm also being asked to live. <laughs> um, and I, and I'm not laughing like at that because I have had depression in this lifetime and it's not a funny thing and suicidal ideation is, um, is, is very, it's a real thing. But what I've been shown lately is is what I remember and what I know and why I understand like this portal of of sort of death and birth is that when we die, there's just these beautiful beings and energies that are waiting for us and welcoming us home. Right. But we're also here. And so what's been happening is there's been this like really big flip and this switch and these other beings that are like, look, we're welcoming you to the earth realm. We are welcoming you home because when I was born into this physical body, one, I didn't, because I have memories of being in the birth, like I didn't want to come out. Like that's not, and, and, I, and I knew what I was coming out into. In many ways, I was actually lived and was born and where the land was and the people that were around me, I was really grew up in a in a demon portal. So there was like a lot of like not fun stuff that was going on. And so it's like I'm going through this rebirth process where I get to be welcomed by beings back into this into this life. So while it's excruciatingly painful, it's also a beautiful birth process. And I'm not even going to call it a rebirth process. I've gone through rebirth processes where I've literally birthed myself from myself and connected to like the Magdalene Collective and all of these energies. But this is just something entirely different. And it's just really profound and interesting. And so I'm sharing all of this because if any of it resonates with you, because there's a lot of questions about like, am I a dragon or do I work with dragons? So my suggestion would be to not worry about that <laughs> and to connect with the dragons that are there and to build a relationship with them and to continue building a relationship with them. The dragons I work with, I've been working with for like ever, right? And, and because of them, I um, am able to work with star nations and star beings and help connect people to their galactic families, particularly for those people that don't feel like they're at home here, so that you can kind of what do what I call reverse grounding. So at least you're grounded somewhere, and then you can bring that somewhere here, because no matter 
um, no matter if you feel that you resonate with this planet or not, this planet is still a star nation. <laughs> it still has a consciousness. And it is imperative that this consciousness like function and she is on her trajectory to become what I believe is a solar logos, just like we're all here to become solar logos and that we're in this really beautiful solar grid that is inside of this particular universe that we're in. So the, the number one thing that I would suggest is a couple of things. Discernment is really important. Um, so what, what does that look like? When you go on a first date with a human being, you don't open joint bank accounts, right? But when you're working with dragons, it's the same thing. Get to know them and then they will help you get to know yourself. And then over time, like try on what it means to like feel a dragon and what, because there is a difference between an archangel and a dragon. What is it? And how do you feel those differences? right because they're going to feel different to you or you're going to know it differently than than someone else so you get to feel all of these different frequencies and start discerning them and it's a really really beautiful thing and a really beautiful process so one of the things that we're going to be doing today is um so let's all locate the back of our head <laughs> um the occipital lobe is um, what i call the mouth of god or the well of dreams and then if you know where your heart chakra is, it's here, but we're gonna go behind the heart. We're gonna be working on the back body because I find that the back body is extremely wounded in people. And sometimes we completely shut this part of ourselves down and we hold a lot of trauma in our spine and in our back and in these back muscles. So where you imagine wings are in your body or your shoulder blades, we're gonna connect those points with um, the occipital lobe and then behind your heart. So it'll make like this diamond. So we're gonna let the divine dragons come in and we're gonna do some kind of transmission. I'm not entirely sure because I never am sure. Um, there's going to be light language. Um, if any of you happen to fall asleep or what I call click out, don't worry about it. Like if you just feel yourself, just let yourself go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> there's no quiz or test at the end. And then if you stay awake, that's totally great, right? So there, you can't do this in a, in a, in a wrong, wrong way. Um, so for me, I, I feel like moving forward in general, I'm going to be talking a lot about building the dragon body because I think that it's not just build it and done and we're done. I think that it's it's a process. And the reason why it's a process is because one of the intentions that I always set with any client or one on one session or any of the group sessions is like we're not looking for a healing crisis. We are looking for the amount of energy that each individual person can integrate and bring into their system with ease, grace, and unconditional love. Each one of you and your higher selves and your dragon guardian or beings that you are with are going to sort of mediate all of this. I'm just gonna bring the energy in. Um, and because I just remember this and it doesn't necessarily go with anything, but I, <laughs> I have two dogs. Um, they are Boston Terriers. They are both dragons. The puppy is very much a water energy. And the other one is the one that I've incarnated with a zillion times. And I have a lot of memory of us as dragons together. Um, and she's more like fiery and earthy. So, and they balance each other out like beautifully. So for the person that was talking about fire and water, 
Um, I think working with Larimar is a really beautiful stone to work with that balances both fire and water energies. Um, and I feel like for any of us, these are two, like for me personally, it's a powerful stone to work with. And it's just, it's powerful because ultimately for me, we would like to have all of the elements and have them all balanced and be able to draw on all of them. Um, so, but that's just a stone that I love that is very powerful for balancing fire and water because who doesn't love looking at water and watching fire come out of it? That's like the most magnificent thing ever. Okay, um, so let's do this and then maybe there'll be time for questions after because I love questions. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to switch my audio, which I think will help the bowl and the sound. Um, I also transmute sometimes energy through my body so i might burp a bunch but it's just you know helping move the energy along in here <laughs> okay <clears throat> take a deep breath in and with every breath that we take in we find our hearts expanding and with every expansion we find ourselves being drawn into the center of the new earth the earth that always was is and will be the earth that we know her to be and as we find ourselves in this space in this place whether you are physically moving or not but you can allow yourself to sort of just get comfortable into this space and to feel the frequency of your heart's energy, the joy, the power, <clears throat> and the passion that lives in this part of your body, that understands what it means to embody the paradox, and understands what polarities are, <clears throat> and understands and remembers that we live in a universe that was constructed of the infinite alpha and omega, the plus and the minus, the dark and the light, and that there truly is no separation, and that we can activate and access our Christed consciousness. It is not so much about Christ God, but about the crystalline consciousness, the chrysialis, the Christed body, because we are in a solar system with the Christed body. So just like these crystal bowls, feel your crystalline bones and activate and ask for your cosmic octave to move through these bones of light and to feel yourself resonating with source, with the purity of source as quote unquote God or source energy originally intended and to feel the beauty of your perfected matrix, the matrix that Source God originally intended, <clears throat> and to feel yourself 
We ask that the Dragon Illuminaries and the Legion of Archangel Michael open a light gateway so that any non-beneficial energies, belief systems, or thought forms are offered and are lifted and enlightened, healed and forgiven, lifted and enlightened, healed and forgiven, and taken to their perfect place. And as this is happening, we ask for the ultraviolet dragon beings to draw a flaming circle of light around us. And as this happens, we know that we are protected, we are loved, and we are safe. And for those of you that struggle with creating safety in the body, just take one step at a time and feel what it means to be safe in your body because the body loves you. You love the body. And as we are doing this, we are connecting to all healed lifetimes, that are within the body, that are holding the memory, that are holding the memory of what it's like to be in a physical structure, to feel the connection between earth and the body. And as we are feeling this safety and this connection to the body, let us ask for our dragon DNA or maybe a dragon that you used to ride through lifetimes, through dimensions, or a dragon part of yourself to come forward, to connect into, directly into, through the heart, into this matrix of the physical structure that is completely aligned with God, with source, and to feel the body wisdom and the body consciousness come and to merge with these energetic frequencies. Um. from the cosmic realms, from the divine realms, remembering that the divine is in every energetic frequency. It is not something that is separate from us. It is not something that is even outside of us. But as we begin to open our energy field, we allow the frequencies of the dragons to come in and to help activate the occipital lobe, this direct connection to source, to our own source energy frequency. We release any connections that we have subconsciously or unconsciously connected to another when we felt separate from source. We ask that those connections dissolve with ease, grace, and unconditional love so that we are realigned with our own source patterns, with our own source energy, with our own true self. And we allow these energies to start coming in like the golden color of honey 
And as we feel our dragon wings, the dragon energies, or our own wings, our own, there are ener energy fields and energy portals and openings that are in at the top of our shoulders that go along our spinal column. And that as these begin to open and that we are really truly loving and caring and releasing anything that we are capable of releasing of today from the back body, and that we are opening the heart energy field on the back side, and that we are releasing anything, any walls, any patterns that are keeping us from connecting. In this case, we can set the intention to our dragon lineages, to our dragon bodies, so that we can begin opening to the power that is within us, whether we are here to manifest um, more monetary support, financial support, or love in our life, or safety in our body, that we are open to these energies and open to these frequencies and to all of the energies that are around that are being let go of, remembering that they are being sort of gently sucked out into the field and the energy of the dragon illuminaries and the legion of Archangel Michael that are bringing these energy fields out, out of us that no longer be there so that we can free some energies from our back body because it is highly beneficial when we are opening our sensitivities that it is both our front body and our back body that are aware of the energy field that is around us where we can release the frequencies of fears out of our cellular structure, out of our bones. And when we have the little hairs on the back of our neck stand up, that it is not a sign of fear, but it is a sense of knowing. It is a message and that the dragons are always with us to bring these messages through us and that they are here to support our body. They are here to support whatever it is our path is as we are moving even with trepidation as fearless and truly courageously as possible as we move forward to look at what we need to look at to let go of what we need to let go of
Bien varias cosas, varias rambocas, esta ishanda, ishanda, hurrandi, handi, ahumbari, ahatai, ahumbari, asata, umbari, asata, umbari, asata, y ahumba, kumba, yembari, asata, y One message that we would like to impart upon each and every one of you as oftentimes <clears throat> when you look out into the world around you, there are systems and there are structures that are falling. There is an entire race of people that is being wiped off the face of your planet. What we are asking for each of you to do when you can work within your own matrix, when you can heal your own ancestral wounds, when you are able to go so deep within that you find yourself extremely far out into the universe and to understand that these are the exact same thing, when you can connect to the bones, when you can connect into the universe that exists within, within your own physical structure, and you can connect to not only your divine birthright, but your actual divinity, your true essence that exists within your blueprints, within your own matrix. When you can heal that, when you can hold your own aligned, beautiful self, what you are truly doing is you are holding the original blueprint, the original grid system, of the planet Earth because so many chunks are getting wiped out and so when you can ground within yourself, when you can hold your own physical and body sovereignty, this is directly connected to the lands that have been taken away from indigenous populations and have been wiped out through, so through um, actions that overpowered and took sovereignty from beings. It allows your own DNA to open. And for those of you that are holders of indigenous bloodlines, it is your DNA that becomes part of opening to the new Earth's grid system. So when you can open and feel your own grid system within your physical structure, you are helping to support the Earth because many huge chunks of her are being wiped out and taken out because they need to be cleared so that the original structure is able to come back out online. And this does not mean that you will not feel grief or that you will not feel sadness, maybe for yourself and for the collective of humanity, because we are moving through very big changes and it can feel overwhelming at times. But to understand that you are never alone, that the dragons are with you, that you even have other humans and other supports in, in your realms around you that are with you. We understand that sometimes it can be overwhelming, but each of you has a very unique gift. You are not here to be anyone else but your own unique signature and your own unique self. So while some of you might be here to go around to different parts of the earth to wake up and activate the dragons that live in the mountains, the dragons that have been waiting and holding consciousness energies and these crystalline frequencies that are connected to Atlantis, to Lemuria, that are connected to pre-war times, that are connected to the earth, to the water, to the water waterfalls to everything that is beautiful that you know that whether you see it or not you know it in your bones you know it in your body you know it in your third eye and your knowingness 
because the consciousness is here. Because so many of us have lived lifetimes on this planet, leaving messages from our past selves for our future selves so that our present self can be present and to open and to activate these energy fields and these energetic frequencies that are available to each and every one of us and that the earth has been holding. She is not dormant. She is releasing these. She is calling you to be an activator of different mountains, of different parts of her, if that is your calling. If you are here to embody and to merge and to be a hybrid dragon body, then so be it. If you are here to shine your light in a particular part of the world and not do any healing work at all, it is okay because it is beyond ego. The best thing that anyone can do is to resonate from within their bones, within every single one of the, their mitochondria, within the DNA, within the biophotonic energy field that exists with each, within each one of your cells. If you can activate, honor, and be present in this body, that is more than enough and you are serving the earth because each one of you answered a clarion call. You answered the divine call because we are also the call and the response. So when we hear a clarion call, when we hear a nudge, it is us that is sending out the clarion call and we are also the response to that call. And if you go back farther in time or farther into the future, you remember and you have these memories of these portals that were opening and these dragon energies that were opening around this planet and you came through them. You signed up not to sacrifice yourself, but you signed up because you knew you could make a difference. However, quote unquote, small or big your difference is, it is a difference and it is a ripple and it goes out. So remember when those portals opened, when those stargates opened and the, they were ushered in, there was dragons that were ushered in, there were bird tribes that were ushered in, there was serpents that were ushered in, there was many different high vibrational frequencies that were ushered into this planetary plane because this is a very unique and different ascension frequency time that we have access to in this divine moment and the moment that is now. So we offer each and every one of you the presence in your body which is directly connected to the presence of the divine and your presence and the essence of the divine essence that exists within your physical body within your heart field within the energy of you that is never created nor destroyed that lives and births and lives and births over and over and over again and not always into this plane but yet your consciousness is focused here why and just let that be enough. There is a power in living with unanswered questions. And we offer this to you to find the power of the unknown, the power to live with unanswered questions, the power of compassionate curiosity. May it be a driving and energetic force that moves you through this life where you can be awake and aware Remembering that just because we are on an ascension path or that we are aware doesn't always make our life easy, but it means that we can move through the challenges a little bit easier and to remember that you are connected and this is a community and that this community has you and there are many wonderful healers and other dragon beings and creators that are out there and so never be afraid to reach out and to be present 
And so with that, as always, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. And we love you, we love you, we love you. <clears throat> so you can go ahead and take a moment and breathe and maybe feel your body. And come back into the space at your leisure and you can take any notes that might have come up. And we'll just be quiet for about a minute. If anybody has any questions, we can play the game that we played before. And I love questions. And they can be about whatever you want them to be about. <clears throat> oh, okay. So that's a good question. <laughs> Um, you can find me at galacticashley.com and then um, I just will put in my light language program that is starting um, and I encourage any of you if you're interested in working with me um, I think there's a way that you can just go to galacticashley.com and sign up for a discovery session I'm also on Instagram um, so I feel like I'm really easy to find um, I think even if you type in Galactic Ashley there, luckily, I was told to use that name a while ago by the dragons, and I was like, why can't I be something else? And they're like, it's not time yet. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and what's uh, interesting for me, I actually recently went through this really emotional process where in sort of really bringing in and I experienced like being a fully like out of a dragon egg and being a dragon and again excruciatingly painful <laughs> I kid you not um I had to like let go of the star nations and I didn't feel like I was attached to them but they were so profoundly helpful when I was just having like my capital T trauma experiences through like the first 12 years of my life they were so present and like getting me to focus on what wasn't happening so that I could still be very connected um, to the divine that I recognize that there's this really huge part of me that really felt like I was betraying them by not working with them and it's not that I'm not working with them they were like we actually need you to like step into your power so that you can hold us because dragons as I think most of you maybe some of you know I shouldn't say that um they're really, like when you think of the Ouroboros, I work a lot with the Ouroboros dragon beings, like they are, I see them as holding our entire universe. Um, <clears throat> and I do have a really strong connection with the Star Nations and it's because when I, I, most of the memories that I have 
are, I'm programmed to basically um, blow up with planets. So I will incarnate as a sort of a star, as a star being with permission of the planet. And it's not even an, it's not an incarnation. Sorry, that's the wrong word. My dragon body transmutes and transforms into a star being. So it's not a regular birth process. And then there are other dragons that are there. We basically go into the core of that planet. I seem to be, uh, hold a lot of responsibility for trans, for taking and remembering the consciousness of that star race that's about to go away. And then other dragons, and I just had these memories where we're just like sitting there looking at each other waiting for this giant explosion to happen. And then when that happens, we go to this place that is called the matrices beyond the matrices, and everything that was in our bodies gets downloaded into this like area so that all these consciousnesses are remembered. And so when Atlantis Wolf was sharing about these two red things, and I'm assuming there was some destruction and stuff there, I would imagine that there is maybe a dragon part of yourself that was doing that because when you die with that, then your consciousness remains there so that you can reactivate it again. It's why Lemurian crystals are really powerful because they're holding library frequencies and we get matched up with them. So another thing that I remember is actually not necessarily, I wasn't going down with those in that case, but I was there when it was going down and I was like helping get the consciousnesses like into the crystals at, at certain periods of time. So I remember like, I'm like pre-programmed to die. And so this lifetime is very weird because <laughs> they're like, you have no problem dying. You need to like live. And I'm like, okay, like I'm, I'm trying, but like, it's just so easy to die. So, you know, we have all of these experiences and, you know, it's just fascinating. I don't think um, Akashic Gen is the matrices beyond the matrices. I don't think it's a part of the Akashic records. I have wondered about that, but it feels very separate to me. <clears throat> Um, yeah, and I don't know how to answer that, but I did think of you and actually wonder about that. And it's, it feels like, like it's even beyond, it's like beyond creation. It's not a thing that is created. It's like holding the original everything and it's just there. And that's all that I can explain. But for me, remembering those was hugely emotional. Um, and just seeing how I was connected to the star realms was kind of fascinating. And so there was, I remember part of my, I call them my uh, galactic family, but they're not galactic. They're really dragon energies and they're from a different universe. And I remember them coming in and they were like, you have to recognize the beings when they recognize you. That is the way because I knew that they were recognizing me, but there's this part of me that didn't feel like I deserve to be recognized, but I'm here to work with them. And so they like have these ways, different races will have different ways of like greeting you. And so it's like, I recognize you recognizing me. And so I'm gonna recognize that because that is the respectful and honoring way to sort of have this interaction. Um, and it's really quite beautiful. So Atlantis Wolf. Oh, wait, hold on. There's a, yes. Uh, okay, now go. Oh, sure. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for the activation for the meditation. I feel like we speak the same language, and I was laughing so hard at so much of what you said. And I love death too. Like, death is so awesome. And I was really laughing because in the shamanic, 
tradition, we always, we actually say today is a good day to die because there's so many shamanic deaths, like this part of you is going to die or this interest or whatever like that. So I, I just had to say, I get it because in our little tribe, we always say today's a good day to die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Thank you. I'm glad you get it. A lot of times when I'm in plant medicine ceremonies, I, I will get to hold like I'll get to channel the death consciousness and, and it just, you know, it just moves through and people will be having a really hard time, but they're going through these different e ego deaths and it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. I, I, you know, it's just very beautiful. It's not easy. Does anybody else have any questions? Let me scan this. You can go ahead and just unmute yourself and ask if you want. Yeah. Okay. So Judy said, I had an experience several years ago where I felt like these beautiful bright, bright blue wings were about to unfurl from my spine and it was so painful. I have had very limited dragon experiences since then. Is it as simple as calling on my dragons for help for the next steps? Yes, I would absolutely recommend that. I also feel like I was never somebody, um, there's some other people that do a lot of shamanic work and they're really into negotiating. And I hadn't really thought of that because mostly I'm the one that's being like, cause I'm like all, like everything all at once. That is very much like how I'm wired. And the beings are usually like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like <laughs> the body will implode. So we're not gonna do everything all at once. But um, so other people that I know that are um, other collaborators, they're really into like, I watch them and they stop and they like will be negotiating with their beings. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting. So what you can do, you don't have to think about it as like an, a, a negotiation, but what I would do is I would ask like, hey, I realize that I, I maybe cut off this uh, experience of the unfurling from the spine because it feels like it's not complete and that there's probably subconscious part of you that is like, oh, heck no, like that really hurts and it stopped it. So yeah. I would ask um, for to, to ask, like, how can this come through incrementally and do a little bit at a time and sort of like have it last for a little while? And what can you do and how might you be able to um sleep differently and how can you take care of your physical body while allowing that to happen yeah that's what i would do and then in in so here's the beauty because i know everybody likes to have everything done because we want to be on the other side when you're in these processes you are developing like it's a trust ceremony, right? Like you are in a ceremony, whatever kind of process this is in, it doesn't have to be like a, shaman, a full shamanic one, whatever it is, whether you're unfurling wings or unfurling this part, you are learning and remembering how to trust yourself, your own discernment, and developing this beautiful relationship with whatever beings or divine aspect of yourself really that you're working with. and. And it is, it's like, you know how there's people that like, I, I was in the Peace Corps and this happened a little bit, but there's people that will like go off to war or they'll go through some kind of like traumatic experience together and they become like very bonded, right? So it's an opportunity when you go through these things to be really bonded with these beings that are supporting you, that you recognize, that you understand. 
And don't be afraid to be like, hey, what's it like to be you? And what are you doing? And what do you do in your free time? Because it's not just like a one-way thing. It's, it's an actual conversation. And I feel like, you know, if we can release expectation, allow ourselves to have a conversation and to have this relationship that goes both ways is really beautiful. Um, I have learned so much about actually how to have human relationships <laughs> um, with through the beings, right? Because you tell a being no, and they're like, oh, you tell a narcissist in human form, no, and they're like, yes, and you're like, no, and they're like, yes, and they're just like clobbering you. So it can, it, they can, it can really be, if you can like look at these relationships and kind of, I think of them like a transparency where you can sort of overlap them onto actual like human relationships. It's really, it's been really profound and beneficial. Um, and the plants have really shown up like that for me to help like repattern relational human trauma patterns. Um, I do a lot of plant dietas with master plants, particularly trees, because lots of learning and grounding and all these things but that's been really hugely helpful in in like how to it's like relationship humaning 101 <laughs> in a way that's safe right because you can't it's can be terrifying to be in a relationship with a human a loved one there's like all these things there's attachment theory and like all of all of there's so many things but how can we just do everything a little bit right because the beings and the plants have come forward so many times and they're like we're not going to traumatize an already traumatized body and can you go into this place that you feel fear and it's like yes i can yes i am willing and i'm always asking like can i have the courage if i find myself being a little bit like hesitant or unwilling um can i uh can I have the grace and the courage to become more willing to shift this unwillingness into willingness? Because that's all that's ever being asked of us is can you be willing enough to just take one step forward or one step into this place that might be filled with terror? <clears throat> yeah, so. Good, I'm glad a lot of people had good experiences. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I mean, our bodies really hold so many stories. I mean, I was asked in one ceremony, and, it, and it's just layers, there's so many layers. And it's okay. It's okay. I would suggest not trying to be focused on the end result, and just really loving the process like every time I see the process, I'm just like, I am so grateful <laughs> this did not go how I wanted it because the everything all at once is just, it's not a good plan. Like can't just get over it, but I'm just, you know, they'll be like, do you see why this took this long, why you had to do this or sit with this plant and be in this dieta to have this memory to come up so that you could look at it. And then, you know, I get asked to do a lot of things. One of a really big intense one for me was um, to remove the terror of men from my bones. I mean, that was like a huge one, right? Clearly that's creating some interference with me having intimacy with the divine, right? So like there's all of these things and it's, and it's terrifying, right? 
I know that I hold a lot of fear from childhood that is hugely locked into my jaw. Um, and like every time to go in and take layers out of like all of these times that some, the inner child, this part of me that lived just like locking the jaw down, just like terrified, right? So we get to like let all of these things go slowly, like one step at a time and really work towards not re-traumatizing ourselves. And one of the things that they said was, now you get to slow receive masculine energy into your life. They didn't just say, go out and find a partner, <laughs> like slowly receive safely masculine energy from like friends or from here or from there. And so the universe and the beings, they really do have our back. I mean, one of the things that I feel like we're really being asked to is can we detach from human order and can we offer ourselves and be willing to walk in divine order, which is really going to look very, very different than when we think it does. And that means really letting go of, of, of having to control everything, having it to have to be a certain way, because we really are, we are so much more courageous and powerful then we realize and part of really honing and wielding and having that power is to recognize that it's about how much power do we use, right? Because sometimes you only need a little, boop, a little, boop, a little bit of power. We don't need a sledgehammer. Sometimes we just need a little brush or a little this. So it's sort of like being able to recognize I am so powerful and I can meet every moment with the exact amount of energy that that moment requires because not everything requires a sledgehammer. And sometimes a sledgehammer is absolutely needed. And that is the beautiful part. And I'm constantly always working on that because I like to blast things, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's not ideal. And I'm also like highly, highly sensitive. So yeah, that's another thing that I've been learning just because I can take it and I have an extremely high pain threshold doesn't actually mean that I need to feel the pain. Like we can go slower and move softly and sort of more gently into our power and into these things. So yeah. So I have two minutes left. Right. I'm never, I'm not, I have a, a challenge with time. <laughs> Today it worked in my benefit. I was an hour off. So I was like actually ready an hour early. And I was like, this has never happened in my life before. Um, so it was so lovely um, to be here and to be with the dragons and all of these dragon energies. Please connect and be with your dragons and try not to compare your dragons to somebody else's dragons because some dragons aren't cooler than other dragons. It's not like a thing. Your dragons are your dragons and they are part of your divine essence. And so allow yourself to explore what that is. And this is just a reminder, as we go through our own ascension process, our beings that we're working with, the divine aspects of ourselves, dragons, star nations, whatever it is that you're working with, um, they will start to present themselves differently and become more expansive because you can actually handle the energies that they're bringing in. So here's an example. What that might look like is 
let's say you're like, oh, that's my galactic mom and my galactic dad. In a way, that's kind of limiting because they're so much more than that. They're a whole consciousness and a whole field of energy. And at the same time, you need to see them like that. But don't just understand that any being that you're working with is way more than, than it's presenting itself. So don't minimize if your dragon shows up and it's like a scarf and you wear it around your neck because it's not as big as like Atlantis Wolf's fire breathing dragon. Like, what is this little guy gonna do? Well, this little guy might be protecting your heart and might actually be massive in size, but you're just not ready to handle that massive, massive energy yet. So just really be present and love the way that they're showing up for you because the exact way that they're showing up is what you need. So don't poo poo any small dragons. <laughs> because none of them are small and they're all huge and everything is connected to God. So, yeah. So thank you very much. You can find me at galacticashley.com, Instagram. Please reach out if you have any questions. Even if you're like, I don't wanna sign up for anything, but I would love to have a discovery session with you just to say hi, that's totally fine. It's not, they're never a sales pitch. We just get to know each other and be in each other's fields. And so with that, I'll just say thank you, thank you, thank you. And I love you all. And I guess I'll hand it back to English mystic Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. That that was amazing. It was beautiful. And I, I definitely grew my uh, my dragon body during that process. And your light language was, was delicious. It was, thank you very much. And everyone send her lots of love. Black Ashley, everyone.